Hello, I realised that the last podcast I filmed or recorded I was sat in a shed and I'm currently now sat in a field of wheat and I'm not even kidding. <laughs> um, I went for a cycle ride and I found this cute little field because obviously where I live in Devon there's a lot of fields and a lot of um, countryside and so I found this little field of wheat and I've been sat reading and I thought oh what a good chance to, to record a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm hoping nobody walks past, that would be so awkward. I don't think anybody's around, but um, you never know. Um, yeah, so this is going to be the first proper episode. I don't know how long I'm going to make this. Maybe just as long as my phone has stored. Um, but I wanted to do a kind of beginner's guide to feminism because I think a lot of people in kind of this year, this 2017, this kind of time in life, I think a lot of people know the definition of feminism. They know the the socio-political economic definition they know that it means gender equality but there's still so many kind of misconceptions um and I don't want to patronize anyone by doing this podcast and like talking through it really basically I don't want to kind of you know condescend anyone but for anyone that doesn't actually know about it I thought why not talk about it why not kind of spread my knowledge to to this podcast um I was thinking about it because in a not-so-recent episode of Love Island, which, yes, I do watch and I love, um, there was a whole argument between a guy and a girl about feminism, and he basically just didn't understand what it was, and he thought it was just man-hating and stuff. And um, it kind of, you know, it annoyed me a bit, just because, not because of the, the fact that he didn't know what it was, because so many people don't know what it is, so many guys don't, but it annoyed me that that was the representation of it for people who don't actually know what it is, for people who just turned on their TV and heard a kind of you know, brief definition of what it is. Um, As much as I love the character, well, not character, the person, Camilla in Love Island, I love her, she didn't do a very good job at defining it. So, um, yeah, I guess that's what I'm going to do in this this podcast, just talk about what it really is, what it really means. Um, And, yeah, so where do I start, really? I feel like I have a really in-depth knowledge of feminism. I first discovered it when I was, like, 16, and... um, it was all through online influences, you know, videos and tweets and articles and stuff. Um, but I feel like, obviously because I'm 19 now, I, I've spent three years really kind of with an in-depth knowledge of it, really learning lots, really kind of listening to a lot of things about it, watching a lot of videos, really educating myself. And this is going to sound really like up myself, but I just feel like I, I'm on a different level to some people who don't understand it. I think that I have like a really big understanding of it and I'm not actually sure where to start with how to explain it um so firstly it's not anything to do with misandry which is a word that means um basically man-hating it's it's kind of um when women feel as if they should be in a society without men they feel as if men ruin everything blah 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 um the actual movement of feminism is not anything to do with that it's a misconception that's been brought about I think just to kind of undermine feminism really and just to kind of give it a bad rep but um it's really not anything to do with that at all so if you were dubious is that a word I think it is if you were dubious about feminism and kind of didn't want to get involved in it because you thought it was something to do with that then definitely disregard that from your mind because it's not to do with that at all it's a movement for empowering women and it's not even just to empower women it's to empower everyone that is affected by oh there's a plane going over excuse me i don't even know where it is i can't see it but i can hear it that's nice thank you so much for that thank you obviously these pilots don't know that someone below them is filming a podcast but it would be nice if they could shut up but what was i saying oh yeah 
I don't think I can go on now. Come on. La 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 la. I'm just going to try and talk over it because I'm stubborn. So, um, basically, there's this thing called the patriarchy, which is it's kind of a, a way in which society has has developed that um, ensures men are the kind of top of the society. They have the most rights. They have the most access to things. They um, they're the top dogs. And patriarchy also affects men in a really really bad way. It means that they have these pressures. They have these things to live up to you know um there's a thing called toxic masculinity which basically means that you know men kind of have been taught by the patriarchal society that they should live their lives in certain ways and they should you know like certain things and um their masculinity is rooted in in you know being madly being strong and being tough and and you know there are all these gender norms that really really affect men they have to be strong they can't be emotional they have to be kind of dominant and um you know if they were to ever show emotion they'd be gay or or whatever you know they'd be weak um obviously I'm not saying gay people are weak I'm just saying that's kind of a description that a lot of toxic men actually use but um so yeah what I'm saying is men are actually really affected by the patriarchy um really really affected by it as well as women and um they are affected by the ways in which the patriarchal society kind of influences their life. Um, Another thing within the patriarchy is it doesn't just affect the different genders. Um, It massively affects the different sections of society. So there's a thing, if you might have heard of it, called intersectional feminism. This basically means, and I always kind of describe it to people as like a pie chart, but I'm not sure how helpful that is, but I'm hoping this is helpful. It basically means there's like a pie chart and each section is like a different minority in society. So you have um, people of colour, people who are disabled, people who are in the LGBTQA community, people who are identifying as women, people who are transgender. You know, you have this kind of different sections of people who face prejudice and in that section in those sections you would have a section for for men who are affected by the patriarchy you definitely would um and so you have this kind of pie chart of all these different sections and the first kind of generic wave of feminism that came about like 2014 2015 was very much centered around white able-bodied um upper class kind of women who like taylor swift who used feminism as a way to kind of you know get equal pay and and talk about gender issues but never really to talk about anything more deep anything socio-economic anything about politics anything about race anything about sexuality just just to kind of brush the surface and as much as that was great at the time in the last few years feminism has really developed and people understand the need for intersectionality they understand the need for <coughs> pardon me um, they understand the need for there being different sections of feminism um, and the way I describe it is, is feminism needs to be able to cater to different aspects of people's lives and different people in society need feminism in different ways so for me as a white woman who is able-bodied who is straight who is not um, you know only really affected by prejudice in the sense that I am a woman um, I don't need feminism in the same way as somebody who let's say is a woman of colour who is disabled, who is also gay. You know, she is going to face, like, is it three times, four times, whatever I said, more times um, prejudice than I am. That's just a fact. That's just the way our society works. And so I'm just trying to explain it, really. So intersectionality kind of exists to tackle the different issues. And um, one thing that I always get met with when I talk about feminism is that people say, oh, but 
you know, obviously there are girls in, in Africa and Asia and whatever who are, um, you know, don't have education, who who are victims of gentle mutilation, who, you know, are raped and beaten and stuff. And, like, they obviously <coughs> have a very different lifestyle. And don't you think that feminism should be much more kind of tackling those issues rather than kind of Western issues like sexualization and equal pay and stuff? And I always say that you have to consider the fact that feminism exists for different issues, like I said before. Um, and, you know, feminists who fight for equality here also fight for equality over there. But I think that people put too much pressure on us being able to solve every issue now and every issue with this kind of sweeping statement of a, of a movement. And, um, you know, I don't think you can actually compare the two. You know, I, I want to be able to ensure that the rest of my life, when I'm fighting for gender equality and when I'm fighting for equal rights in this country and in countries in the Western world, I'm also ensuring that... Um, you know, I'm fighting for girls all around the world who don't have education, who don't have the basic rights that we actually take for granted. So I think people shouldn't use feminism as a stick with which to beat other women and to be like, oh, well, you can't, you have to care about all women. Obviously you do, that's what equality is. But, um, you know, feminism is there to challenge all issues of gender equality all around the world. Um, You know, and someone like Malala, who is, absolutely incredible she's actually my age but she's just so so inspirational she's um doing so much i think she's working with the un or or something but she's doing so much to fight um for girls education around the world and especially in kind of lower economically developed countries bit of geography there um she's doing so much so i think we have to consider the different aspects of feminism and the different ways in which it works and I I do get really annoyed with white feminism um which is basically like kind of Taylor Swift movement where it just just scratches the surface and you have these really privileged celebrities who who have a really like big platform you know if you think about how many people listen to Taylor Swift or or kind of pay attention to these kind of celebrities online or in their real life um they have a massive platform to to make a change to make a difference and they just they don't they kind of they brush the surface of talking about girls and how girls should have equality and then they don't go any further and that's that's my problem with that is that you know there are so many issues with feminism and one massive issue is race um you have things like the black lives matter movement and you know thousands i'm not even sure how many the total is but thousands of black people just being killed in america just unlawfully by the police um and you have so many issues within racism it's still it's still very prominent in our society and it just annoys me that, that these kind of people with massive audiences don't speak up on it. Um, and there's a big majority of celebrities who do speak up on it, and that's really good. But it just annoys me when celebrities don't. Because I, I understand that they didn't sign up for that kind of life. And, you know, they signed up for being a singer or being an actress or whatever. But when you have that kind of audience, in my opinion at least, I think you have a responsibility at least to talk about those subjects. And, you know, when it's people dying, I think you really do have a... a responsibility to just at least address those issues and and try and oppose them and speak out against them because otherwise you're just not influencing people in the way that you should be that's at least my opinion anyway um but yeah there's there's just so much i could talk about with feminism but obviously if you don't know anything about it i don't i've kind of thrown you right in the deep end there with a lot of these things um one thing i will say is that because i've kind of i've got two brothers and um i've kind of influenced them a lot with my views and I've told them so much and I've taught them a lot in the last few years about feminism and I'm constantly showing them things online and kind of speaking to them in these kind of ways and they've learned a lot and um and I'm really glad about that but it's interesting I was talking to my twin brother about it and um once you 
put on the glasses of like tinted glasses where you see inequality in society whether that's based upon race or economic inequality or or gender or whatever you want to say or sexuality or whatever once you put on those glasses and you're able to see it you can't unsee it like I was talking to my twin brother about um the lack of diversity in in tv shows and films and things and how it's very white and very kind of centered around white straight males or whatever and I was talking to him about it and he I remember he said something to me like a while ago where he was like I just can't unsee that now I can't I look at a cast and I think yeah but that's literally so unlike so not diverse and um I just think it's interesting. I think I don't want to influence anyone, of course, but I do think if you start to align yourself with these beliefs, you just can't kind of get them out of your head. I don't know. It's really strange. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. Um, I was always a really like up and arms kid. <laughs> like I was always bossy and loud and and kind of bubbly and whatever and I think I always kind of knew there was something I was up in arms about but I didn't know it was specifically what it was until I was about 16 and then I discovered feminism and I was like yeah um but no I'm, I'm really passionate about it and I I'm not ashamed to talk about it to be honest um I think there's just so much that we need to do in society and there's you know especially when you're online as a teenager you just see so much inequality you see so much kind of negativity towards women and minorities and you just think oh I just hate it, I really hate it, um, and yeah, what I would say if you're interested in feminism, um, there's loads of things that you can listen to and watch and stuff, um, it literally takes like a Google search and you can find tons, um, listen to podcasts, watch videos, um, try and immerse yourself in those kind of things and you will learn so much, um, <coughs> I mean I haven't like taken a course or something, I haven't like studied it, but I've, I've learned so much and, um, all from the internet, all from online influencers, all from articles, all from just websites in general, really. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. So if you are interested, definitely check it out. Definitely kind of find things online that, you know, and if you're not interested, fine, whatever. <laughs> but um, if you're not interested, I don't know why you're listening to this, to be honest, because <laughs> I will be talking loads more about this. Um, I have loads of things I want to talk about. I've written down a whole list, but I didn't bring them with me on the cycle ride. So I have to do it off the top of my head. Um... I want to do episodes on race, on um, masculinity, on toxic masculinity. Obviously, I touched on it, but I want to go into it deeper. I want to um, talk about politics because I'm a really political person. I want to talk about left-wing politics. I want to talk about socialism. I want to talk about Jeremy Corbyn. I want to talk about loads. <coughs> My voice is so croaky today. Um, yeah, I have loads I want to touch on, um, and I want to really kind of get into uh, maybe I'll do a whole video kind of on western feminism which is tackles things like catcalling and sexualization of women and whoa I just saw the plane oh my god it's huge sorry um sexualization of women catcalling that kind of thing um gender norms um and I will definitely do a video talking about the kind of girls in in impoverished situations and who need feminism in different ways um but yeah I think that's what I'm going to talk about, really. I just wanted to do a brief kind of welcome to feminism. <laughs> As you can tell, I have a lot to say. Um, I forgot to say welcome to off-topic at the beginning. Welcome to off-topic. I keep forgetting that's what I'm calling it. I really like that name, though, because, um, I, as you can tell, I ramble, and I do go off-topic, so I think that's funny. Um, yeah, I'm going to go cycle home now and um, have some lunch, but yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Um, I hope it wasn't too boring for you. I hope I didn't ramble or I hope the sound is okay. As I said, I am sat in a field of wheat right now. 
I'm not in the wheat, I'm on like the side bit, I'm like looking at the wheat. Um, but yeah, as I said, the sound may be a bit bad. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening and I will try and record a podcast next whenever I can. Um, thank you. Bye. <laughs>